The Breakfast Flakes podcast brought to you by the Blue Cat Bar and Grill. Next to the Roadside Event Center in Huntley. The Blue Cat. It's where it's at. 24 minutes after 5, Mark and Paul, 18th of August, game day today. 62 degrees out there, really a nice morning. Had people yesterday, we asked places uh, that they avoid. Number one answer was Walmart. People do not like the the collection of sideshow people you get at Walmart. Quite a few said Metra. She was the only one that said uh, self-checkout. And as I listened back to the phone call, I really had to pat myself on the back. I've come a long ways in talking with women because she gave her opinion, which I disagreed with, but I didn't say that I disagreed with her. Smart man. <laughs> Smart man, Wilson. Well, you know, that that's an excellent point, dear. Uh, this particular item we just look at differently. That phone call would turn into about a six-minute call. <laughs> and I would be not talking. I would be listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Walmart's like going to the fair, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, and like for us, we can go right after we get off the air at 10. And even then, you know, it's uh, it's fairly busy. I know you don't like the, uh, most folks don't like the heat. But yesterday would have been the day to go to the fair. Drove by the fairgrounds on the way home about 11 o'clock. Uh, the lower parking lot was full, and the upper parking lot had like a dozen cars, and that was it. Yeah. Well, it costs so much to get. You know what? Hmm. I haven't I haven't seen or heard any commercials this year for the Montana Fair. Good point. Have you? No. I haven't. Well, which means they didn't buy from our, our group of stations. And remember, but, 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 Henry, Henry used to do the voiceovers for right. him, but he's dead. Right. Yeah. And well, I, I don't listen to other local radio, so I don't know yeah, if they're on. But I mean, like television or something. I did, I haven't. I haven't seen. I any. haven't either. It's like one of the memes I saw on Facebook: advertisements for toilet paper. Who's not buying this stuff? <laughs> you know, that's the thing. Everybody, everybody's got their panties in a big wad because they're worried about privatization. Mm-hmm. We're not privatized yet, and it's 12 bucks to get into the fair. Yeah. You know, plus handling fee. She's cherry. <laughs> oh, well, the weather gets a little better for the folks that want to go. 88 degrees today, 86 tomorrow, Saturday, 92. Sunday warms up a little at 95. Got some stuff to give away today for game day. Randy Rogers Band at the pub station. And uh, Jay Owenhouse, the authentic illusionist, is coming back. Kids love magic. He's got the tiger, right? Yep, the white tigers. I'd love to have one of them as a pet. Me too. You just leave your door open all the time. (laughs) And put a sign in the yard, hey, my door's open. Mm -hmm. kind of funny um the articles that we write every day I, I try to put together a consistent thought when i do them but uh you know we got co-workers coming in and out there's some socialized and there's some stuff about business hey can we get this guy on the 10 to 9 thing would you guys mind doing this on this date blah 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 and so i didn't include this thought in my article yesterday but i wrote about what that lady called about self-checkout at the grocery store versus having somebody else do it and uh, I've talked about this before, and there's a lot of people that commented on it with the same thing. 
I do self-checkout because I don't want the commentary on the groceries I'm buying. Hey, 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 pork chop, somebody's having a barbecue. Well, and, <laughs> and what if you buy something like Preparation H? <laughs> And you know, you, you, wow, condoms, preparation H, huh. you're going to have a heck of a weekend. Wow. Huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. So self-checkout's really good for that kind of stuff. The Costco self-checkout, that's a little more complicated. The other ones, you just go through and you just start scanning items, put your card in. Costco, you got to know the secret handshake. You do, and you can't put a box on there and then load them in the box. And I put that in my article. You have to you have to scan everything and then take it all off and put it in boxes. Well, I better read that one. You know, Paul, you're the only one who hasn't. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, that's funny. We just mentioned this, and I look at the headline of the paper. <laughs> what do you bid to run Metra? Panel votes two to one to seek offers doesn't hurt to seek a bid they make such i i keep i don't understand why they make such a big deal about this well and you know we've heard from people on both sides and there's people that are just livid and either either way you're right can't wait to run don jones out of town on a rail tar and feathers too good for that man but it it, uh, i mean i hurt anything to seek a bid that doesn't mean they have to do it you ever get you ever get multiple bids to get your car work done? Right. Doesn't hurt to call somebody, call Tractor Supply, say, hey, how much is a gallon of paint? Right. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't hurt. Right. And this is one of those things that they're just, they just make, it, it's like it's the only, folks, this Metro thing, it's like the only thing that matters in our lives every day mm-hmm. is Metra. It's been blown up. And it's a bunch of crap. It's only 9% of the county budget, folks. Folks, what do you, what do you think needs more addressing in the county? Our roads, that kind of thing in the county, or worrying about privatization at a recreational facility where, where it's discretionary money and you have the option to spend or not. Right. I'd, I'd rather have them discussing property tax rates, mill levies, uh, road improvement, the stuff that affects us every single day, not a, not a, uh, uh, a, a, a recreational venue where people have the option to go or don't. They they don't have to go to a concert. You don't have to go to a rodeo. Well, and going back a couple of years now to when this all started, and, and your point on it, if if it's going to be private, make it private. Private. How don't, come? Don't make it private with my money. Yeah. How come John Oslin isn't pissed about the pub station? They're a recreational place, mm-hmm. uh, privately owned. Mm-hmm. We don't get involved there. We don't get involved with Jake's. Jake's is a a recreational dining facility where you can go and and eat and drink and privatized. They don't have any. He doesn't have any problem with that. Why is why are we first of all why are we in the business of subsidizing? recreational opportunities i don't owe you a dirk bentley concert i don't it's optional non-discretionary spending is what recreation is they don't get pissed about the hill climb they don't get mad about that Mm -mm. 
They don't get pissed about anything that they do out at the zoo. That's run on their own. It's not county run. They have concerts and things like that out there. Nope. Metra is the one we're going to concentrate on. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of this one issue, we're going to we're going to uh, single out individual county commissioners and make sure they don't get reelected. And and your county tax dollars, your property tax dollars, go in to subsidize that recreational facility. Yep. So as long as we keep it all county, you folks are going to have to keep paying on your taxes. Now, if it was privatized. Uh, then it should be completely 100% private. The facility should be sold to the private person and the county should not be responsible for upgrade, maintaining, still taxing me and yet have a private because that's not fair either. No. That means that the county should actually buy Jake's, pay to maintain it, uh, you know, groom the garden and grass around it and everything, but yet they should be able to opt. That's not how... That's not how it works either. But folks, it's a very, very small part of the whole county budget. 9% or something along the lines. So it doesn't hurt the research. We all do it in our everyday lives, folks. We do it every day. All of us. We call different phone carriers to see if we can save money on our phone bill. I bought generic butter to save money. Exactly, Mark. Same thing. When you shop for a car, you go around to different places and you look for the best deal. We all do it for gas every day. You try to find the one who's a few cents cheaper. Nope. Not at Metro. We don't want to do that. We don't even want to be inquisitive. We don't even want to look into it. Right. And you may get what you want. You may see that privatization may cost double of what this, and then you won't want it. Mm -hmm. We do it with airline tickets. We do it for vacation spots. We check prices on everything to see if there is a more affordable and more efficient way to do something. But people do not want to do that with our Metro Park facility. Right. Why? I don't know. Because it's government. Government? It's been my experience over the vast amount of years that government can't do things as well as private business can because they don't have to no because they, they, they don't have a skin in the game great point mr wilson a plus you're learning yep they have unlimited funding and resources available they're not held accountable for profits are no. they no you know put me in charge of running paul's farm well we're not doing wheat this year because i don't want to be driving a combine when it's hot <laughs> yeah Or if you were in charge of my farm and the taxpayers paid for everything going into it, hell, we'd top dress, we'd have canola and and all this kind of stuff. And build a concert venue. That's right. (laughs) You know, if we lose money, we lose money, but it doesn't matter because the county is going to pick up the tab for it. There's nothing wrong, folks. Now, I'm, I'm not going one way or the other because I don't know what the numbers are, but there's nothing wrong with seeing if anything that taxpayers do if it can be run more efficiently. Which is the commissioner's job. Exactly. Same with our city government. There's nothing wrong with checking things to see if we can run our city more efficiently. Mm -hmm. Fiscally more responsible. There's nothing wrong with checking into that. Doesn't mean we have to do it. Right. But nothing wrong with checking into it. 
Now, yesterday we had the article from AP that said the new climate bill probably isn't going to change our weather. Today, they put an article in the paper, new climate law will help. (laughs) See? Will help. Oh, it's going to help, all right. John Oslin made one last effort in the meeting on Tuesday that will look at the pros and cons of public and private management to try to stop it. Doesn't even want to look at it. John's a good guy. Been around a long time. Used to be on the road department. I know this, John. I know when you guys used to get road graders, you used to put out bids. (laughs) You used to put out bids, John, on the road graders. You would go out and you would get a bid to see what would be the most financially efficient for the county. Right. You put out a bid on road graders. They couldn't even agree on which group they wanted to use to study the pros and cons. (laughs) We have bigger fish to fry, Mm -hmm. folks. We have far bigger fish to fry in this county than Metra. We've got, folks, we have a county detention facility in this area that is full. Full. Now, you commissioners want to concentrate on something that should be done? Let's talk about whether or not we should privatize our prison system or have county taxpayers pay for that. Mm -hmm. Because I'll bet we could get a deal down in Mexico. Mm -hmm. Send them all down there, 1200 bucks a month. You take care of the prisoners. I mean, that's something you should look at. That that's breaking us in the county is we have no room at the jail. Let's look at that. See, we have bigger fish to fry in this county than whether our recreational facility is going to be run by us or not. Well, QT's got a story. Uh, There's a mayor coming over from South Dakota to speak about privately managed venues. Sioux Falls has several public venues that are privately managed, including their 12,000-seat Premier Center. Mm -hmm. But to your point, you at least take a look at it. Yes. Also, the mayor of Nampa, Idaho... Uh, going to be at the Northern Hotel speaking this morning. Third, uh, third-party contractors have worked for Sioux Falls since the early 90s, so wow. it's worked for them. Well, here's what you do. Here's what I do from now on. If uh, if I'm if I'm going to be hired to do any work for Mr. Oslin, mm-hmm. I just give him the, the highest top price that I could possibly come up with. Mm-hmm. And... In his line of thinking, he won't go out and look for any other better deals, any other bids, uh, see if anybody can do it less expensive and do the same work, because I'm sure he does it in his private life if he needs a plumber or if he needs something done. That's what you do. Are you a drink-slinging, food-serving expert? Then the Blue Cat Bar and Grill wants to talk to you. If you're an experienced bartender that doesn't drink on shift, great in the kitchen, a team player, and can think on your feet, this is the job for you. There's day, night, and weekend shifts available. The Blue Cat Bar and Grill, small-town hospitality that feels like home. It's a lot like being at Cheers. Apply today at the Blue Cat Bar and Grill, 139 Northern Avenue in Huntley. Ask for Pam or Randy. I don't know why we don't approach that. County-wise, city-wise, too. Why haven't they ever talked about consolidating city and county law enforcement? Mm-hmm. That could save us millions of dollars. Yes, it could. It's been done in areas all across the country. We could look at that. 
There's a lot of more important fish to fry, folks, than just our recreational venue that is only 9% of our budget. And, you know, they're they're envisioning the next the next Metro Park complex. You know, they had this big expansion, big futuristic thing. Oh, see, I, I can't even remember the dollars, but right. uh, to revamp the, the, the whole facility down yeah. there. Yeah, and guess who's going to hold the bill for that, folks? Mm-hmm. Is that what we want, too? That's got a hefty price tag. Millions of dollars of bonds would have to be approved through a vote of the county residents. $80 billion. At a time at a time when we're all strapped, there's all kind of things. And I'm sure these private guys will tell you that if you work out a deal, they have to invest a certain amount into the facility every year, maintain all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It could be good for the taxpayers. That's why they're looking into it. That's all they're doing is looking into it. God, you guys, put your big boy panties on and just look at it. Nope. I want complete control of that recreational facility here locally. We want to keep funding it. We want to keep having the taxpayers dump millions of dollars into it. Is that really in the best interest of the taxpayer? Mm Mm-hmm. Gas prices on average yesterday down another penny. Folks, the average price of gasoline in the United States of America is now $3.93. Not here. No. $3.93. And look how concerned we all are, Mark, about saving money. How we hate to throw away good money in our gas tank. And yet... We don't even want to look to see if we could save millions of dollars mm-hmm. by letting somebody else run that facility. Three ninety-three. Oh, got a message. This is a good point, Tim. A lot of people opposed to privatization of Metra have something to lose if it goes through. A contract, box seat, and the ones that have been there forever don't want to admit someone could have run it better than they have. Yeah. Swallow your pride. Do what's right for the taxpayer. That's right. That's the obligation right there. Right. Uh, that's the obligation. I'm not concerned about a cheaper concert ticket. Uh, I'm not concerned about that. What do you mean you're not concerned about it? You, you yell about $12 to get in. Yeah. And the county's running it. Yeah. They, they have to, they have to generate that much revenue either one way or the other from you, the taxpayer. Well, and for stuff like that, too, you know, we have the option of not going. That's exactly right. That That is not a mandatory thing. You don't have to go to Rodney Carrington. No. You don't have to go there. And you know what private private people do? They do just like restaurants. They just do, they do like bars, like venues, like hotels, like resorts that we go to. If they price it too high, people don't come. Right. And if people don't come, then they lower their prices to get people there. Mm-hmm. That's what they do. It's easy to keep your prices high. You want to see a good example of this? Student loans. Colleges can charge whatever they want for tuition and keep those costs elevated. Why? Because anybody who wants to go can just fill out a student loan application and the government gives them the money to do it. So why do you think tuitions are so high? Because they can. Sure. They know they're going to get the money one way or the other. If there was not a student loan program, folks, you think tuitions at these colleges would be $30,000, 
$15,000 a semester? No. Same thing. Same thing with the facility. They can charge whatever. These handling fees that oh, they. Handling fees. Pet, pet peeve. These handling fees that they charge. Convenience fee. Right. Right. <laughs> See, if they don't get them now, they know that they can always lean on the county taxpayer to supplement the budget or what they need at the facility. That's always there. It's always there. You can always go back to the well. But uh, the issue the issue should not be as big as they make it out to be. It should be just a small portion of what they're doing and if you ask me folks i would much rather see an expanded detention facility able to hold the bad people behind bars than i would expanding metro park yeah let's use the expo center as a prison center then or something that those are we have far bigger issues to contend with than that and we have a new county commissioner that'll be sworn in, so we'll see his approach. And, you know, a lot of this, like you just mentioned, a lot of this good old boy network stuff, it's bigger than you think. Mm-hmm. Who's got a skin in the game? You know, maybe the county commissioners are concerned about not being in allowed free to every single event that ever happens there. Yeah, no kidding. Get a parking space and tickets to every event. You know, I mean, what the hell? Well, I hope Phoebe is listening today and Josh, the guy that wrote me the scathing letter about COVID-19 on the stuff that I told you and they told me I was dead wrong and and I was dead right Mm -hmm. and never heard from them back ever again on that issue because yesterday the CDC director, head of Centers for Disease Control, is going to shake up the organization, plan changes coming to the CDC in response to, guess what, folks, COVID-19. They are now calling for a re-step, a shake-up in the organization. Dr. Rochelle Walensky talked to the staff about changes coming Wednesday said I feel like it's my responsibility to lead this agency to a better place after challenging three years with COVID knowing that they fumbled the ball folks you know that that agency that has a 12 billion dollar budget there are 11,000 employees in the CDC the agency's been criticized as too ponderous Unhappiness with the agency because of the flip-flopping on COVID-19 decisions. Said the agency has to do a better job moving faster to communicate. We fell short in many ways responding to coronavirus, according to Walensky. Some of the changes they are considering. Increasing use of pre Print scientific reports to get out actionable data instead of waiting for the research to go through review. Restructuring their communications office. Altering the length of time that leaders are devoted to outbreak responses. Creation of a new executive council to help her with strategy and priorities. 
hopefully they put doctors on and scientists on. For instance, folks, do you think you think Dr. Robert Malone would have been a good man to have on the CDC council in board that made the decisions on vaccines and their effectiveness. Mm-hmm. After all, he was one of the inventors of the mRNA technology. Exactly. You think, yes, he would have been very good, but they didn't have him on there, did they? No, 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 no. And that you know why they didn't. Because his scientific information contradicted what the news media and the spin people were telling you. And I told you what his, Mark and I even played his stuff on the air so people could hear. Didn't matter. They listened to Jake Tapper on CNN. And that's what he said. So we're going to believe him, the loser little lion ass. That's what they were going to listen to. Or Don Lemon. Or or the the chick on CBS News. Or that's what or KTV COVID. They were going to listen to them, not the people who you should have been listening to. So hopefully Walensky and the CDC will put these people on their new executive council that understands. Anybody that had a skin in the game for vaccinations or had patents like Fauci with vaccination methods or people with Pfizer who were making billions of dollars, did that serve us well? No. Acting out of their own interest Mm -hmm. rather than in the health and interest of the American public. They want to alter the agency's organization chart. They want to improve their intergovernmental affairs office to smooth partnerships with agencies. She wants to get rid of some of the reporting layers that exist. Now, she didn't say what that entails, but she said the CDC reorganization is a positive step. Broader accounting on how the federal government handles a health crisis. Because, folks, this isn't the last health crisis we will get. It's not. What? We're already moving into monkeypox. Mark, look look at look at just the time that we've been on the air here. We've been through AIDS, uh, bird flu, mm-hmm. West Nile virus, H1N1, Ebola. Remember Ebola? Mm-hmm. We've been through SARS, COVID. They, I mean, the list goes, and folks, those are seven that I'm thinking right off the top of my head. When you're looking for the perfect location to host your special event, your first choice should be the Roadside Event Center. They offer a rustic and charming atmosphere and are an exceptional choice for weddings, reunions, graduation parties, anniversaries, and corporate events. Whether it's a cozy indoor party or an outdoor event, the Roadside Event Center can accommodate and they have a covered patio and a fully stocked bar. Check out Huntley's premier event center at roadsideeventcenter.com. That's R-H-O-A-D roadsideeventcenter.com i don't i we'll get him again over and over and over again we'll get him again i wish we would attack the obesity problem and diabetes problem diabetic problem in america the same way that we attack covid you talk about a pandemic 
But nobody looks at it like that. Killing, you know, millions upon millions of people. I wish the CDC and others would get more involved in drug use in America. Drugs. For many, many years that we've been on the air, we've talked about drugs and drug use. I had Brian Schweitzer in on the show when I was helping to promote uh, drug testing for kids in schools and high schools and colleges for extracurricular activities. Got his attorney to check on it. I pissed him off so bad he had to do it, and he did. Yeah. He checked on it. I still got the letter from his attorney saying, yes, it is legal. You can do it. Drugs. I wish they would focus a lot on that as well. Yesterday, there was another huge bust down on the border. 9,000 pounds of fentanyl pills. You know, it takes you know, a milligram or two of that, kills you. In fact, some people just touch it, it kills you. They're lacing dope with it now, marijuana. China's sending it in. China knows it'll kill you. China's sending it in. Joe Biden won't do anything. He got a lot of gravy from China. He's not going to do anything about it. Folks, you know, there was a report yesterday, Breitbart News reported, Joe Biden's been in office 18 months. 18 months. He's already broke the record and set the record for the most days at home away from the White House. That doesn't surprise me. He has been at home, at his home in Delaware or Camp David or wherever he goes, 150 days so far in the first 18 months. That's five months. Five months out of the first 18 months he has spent at his home, Camp David, or vacationing. Five out of the 18 months. Five months of free time and vacation time for the President of the United States. Five months and 18 months. Five months out of a year and a half. How many months of vacation do you get every year? He gets. He's had five months. That's 20 weeks in a year and a half. If that pace continues... And which it will. Why wouldn't it? Because he's getting worse by the day. He will have spent over one year of his four-year term at home vacationing. Trump was a bastard, though, wasn't he? Yes, he, he was. He was rude. There, every, wanted people to show up for staff meetings at 6.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Was a workaholic. Yeah. Set an all-time record. 150 days in 18 months. It's crazy. That's a lot of time to be away when you're supposed to be running the country and the world is in such rotten shape. Well, what other job would give you that kind of time away? Mm-hmm. Schools in, I see, for some schools already around the area. Uh, hope everything has been implemented to assure your child's safety at the schools. Uh, you know, they've changed the curriculum at a lot of our schools. There's a lot of sexuality and things now being introduced in their everyday classes. Even with math and science, they're using it to promote and to push. And you do have the option, by the way, to get out of all of those classes. I got a letter on that from the superintendent. Uh, We'll be talking about that later this morning uh, during the email segment. But um, so... A lot of people gearing up 
getting ready for the new school year. Oh, well, and here you go. We we're just talking about this, folks. Billings woman could face 40 years, $5 million fine, meth, fentanyl trafficking. December through January, up at Haver, Rocky Boy Indian Reservation, was distributing meth and fentanyl. So an undercover, uh, undercover person bought some fentanyl pills, and uh, it's awful, killing people, killing them. <clears throat> Did you see the Northern Lights out at your place last night? No. No, I couldn't see them. Uh, it was in the forecast, and I saw something this morning about 3.30, so. Yeah. No, I looked. I stood out there uh, on my patio with my cup of coffee, but I didn't see a thing. Yeah. Okay. My, uh, I wonder why my, my blog post didn't make it yesterday. Hmm. Some guy was critical about, uh, about my um, assessment of where all this chaos against police and law enforcement and stuff started and uh, why crime has been ramped up. I see out in Los Angeles, folks, burglaries are up 57%. Homicides are up 29% in the last year in Los Angeles. And I even made note of that in the article previous about that. Um, grab and go, no, pers- no pursuit, that kind of thing. You did the self-checkout thing, right? Right. Kelly said she commented on your article, so she, she saw it. Oh, she did? Oh, no. Here it is. Okay. Yeah, I got it. Uh, and nobody looked at it. Nobody looked at it. I don't know why. But I, um, as I mentioned, here over the last couple weeks, mm-hmm. I'm getting just 200 things. <laughs> but I, and, and You people are hurting Paul's feelings. But our, our, uh, our person told us here that, that Facebook blocks it. Yeah, uh, their algorithms block stuff on guns. Yeah, and, and this was about guns again. I'll have to scroll down and look at my one from Monday because I talked about the uh, Chase Hawks trap shoot, and I didn't really see. I never really tend to go back and look more than a day later. Mm-hmm. But I'll read his. Uh, I'll read his comment this morning, uh, talking about uh, loosey goosey gun laws is what he blames in America for the crime loosey-goosey gun laws and uh he was all over me because i gave my opinion and when and where i think this this uh, this defiance of law all started and 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 i even mentioned to him a woman called and asked for my opinion on it why things have gotten so crazy she asked Mm -hmm. so i gave it right and um he told me stick to facts, stuck stick my opinion up my ass, and basically, and uh, it, and then gave me his opinion on loosey goosey gun laws. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because he's smarter than you, Paul. At, that's kind of what I pointed out. And by, at the end, I, I think I may have made him mad because at the end I said, "By the way, I'm sorry about Liz." <laughs> <laughs> so, well, folks, this is not an amateur prick I'm working with. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it takes years to get this good. That's right. And then you know what he does? He has the audacity to do? He goes home and he sleeps just fine. <laughs> Can you believe that? Water off a duck's back. So anyway. Okay, well, we'll get rolling here. First news coming up. Uh, people like that. There's going to be more stuff you won't like today. Hit the oh, button. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 612.
The Breakfast Flakes podcast brought to you by the Blue Cat Bar and Grill. Next to the Roadside Events Center in Huntley. The Blue Cat, it's where it's at.